brought to you by the students of Mary Persons High School in conjunction with MPTV. This is Monroe County Schools Radio, exclusively on Magic 100 FM. I'm your host, Carrie Buckendale. First this morning, our award-winning Mary Persons competition cheerleaders have their eyes on the top prize, back-to-back -back state championships. But what does it take to be the number one squad in Georgia? Let's start our in-depth coverage with Coach Kyle Ward. Hi, I'm Gracie, and I'm a sophomore at Mary Persons High School. And today I'm going to be interviewing Coach Ward, who is the competition cheerleading coach. What made you want to coach cheerleading? Oh, that's a, that's probably a long question, but um, I played baseball and I wrestled in middle school and, and growing up and um, kind of really never was involved with cheerleading or gymnastics. That wasn't really kind of even in my thought process. But when I got to high school, my uh, junior year in high school, um, I kind of started to like want, I learn how to tumble. And, you know, when you learn how to tumble, that's a, that's a component of gymnastics. It was kind of too late for me to pick up all of gymnastics, so the tumbling part was kind of something I picked up on. And when you're at a, a, a tumbling gym, most of the people that are there are also cheerleaders trying to learn how to tumble. So that's how I kind of met most of the cheerleaders at my high school and kind of got involved with cheerleading. And so um, I, of course, enjoyed it and liked it so much that, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to try to continue this on in college. And then... When I was in college, I started working at, you know, other other cheerleading gyms and started coaching and then just kind of kept going, and then that's kind of got me started. What made you want to coach competition cheer instead of spirit cheer? The spirit side has its own uh, its own funness and its own creative side, but for me, a lot of it is just the, the natural competitive of wanting to do something and try to do it better than somebody else. And so, um, you know, and, and with me cheering in college, that's kind of the, the nature. We, you know, you were on a competition team, you competed for a national championship, and, and it was uh, just kind of something I enjoyed doing. So you and your wife have recently opening, opened up a tumbling gym. How do you think this will benefit the county? Um, well, I'm hoping that it benefits it tremendously. I, I feel that within the next two or three years, we're going to see a lot of growth in our middle school team and then eventually in our high school team uh, being that there's an there's an avenue for, for kids to continue to grow in their tumbling. Tumbling is a, is a skill set in, in competitive cheerleading that it's hard to teach in a short term, you know? So like if I have somebody that wants to be on the, a cheer team and they don't have any tumbling, it's not like I can just teach them how to tumble in a, in a three or four month span. Most of these, these students that learn to tumble, they start when they're in elementary school and and to, to gain the skills that we would want to have to be competitive at the state level, which means, you know, we want to be number one, number two, number three at the state every year, to have those advanced skills you just can't pick up in a very short period of time. So having somewhere where, like, a lot of our elementary-aged kids can start, start learning how to do tumbling, continue to grow. By the time they get to middle school, they'll continue to grow. By the time they get to high school, they'll be – in the position where they really can can benefit our our uh, high school team as well. So, truly believe it's going to have a huge impact. It, I feel like it's already having an impact now because a lot of the girls on our on our current team, if we didn't have a facility like that, like right now, I might have practice. Practice will end at 5:30, and I might have two girls go up to the gym and want to keep tumbling for a little bit longer. 
Um, and if we didn't have that facility, they wouldn't have that opportunity. When practice is over, practice is over. So I think even now it's giving people an opportunity to continue to work and try to progress and get better and advance their tumbling. What made you want to name it Solid Rock? Um, you know, my wife and I, we're not ashamed about our faith. We, we believe that, that God um, is a very important part of our family, and we're thankful to live in a county where we're, we're able to, to, you know, hopefully in a positive way and, and uh, make an impact in our community. And so, and when you want to build a house, when you want to build something, you need to have it on a solid foundation. If you, if you, it talks about a wise man, a wise person, a wise individual build a foundation on a rock, something solid. If you build it on sand or, uh, you know, a big storm's going to come and any type of diversity is going to shake your foundation. It's going to shake your core. And so we understand that the last few years we've seen a lot of growth and a lot of positivity in our cheer program, but we want to build a foundation that even, even to the point where if we ever shake our, shake our core, we have something solid to stand on. So it's a biblical name truly. And we are, we're just thankful that the Lord gives us the opportunity to, to uh, have a facility, have a building, have a business to have blessed our entire uh, program here. And, um, and so, yeah, that's kind of the, the thought of solid rock athletics. That was a great answer. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> So how did you get your position as the competition cheer coach here in Monroe County? Um, well, the, the former coach that had been here for, for that has that was here for many years, her name was uh Penny Pitts. Um her father is actually Dan Pitts, which if you know history about Mary Person's football, our football stadium's named after him. He was the the legendary football coach in Middle Georgia and at Mary Person's for a bunch, a bunch of years. And so, um Penny is is her is his daughter, and so she coached competitive cheerleading for a long time here. And I actually met Penny, goodness, I about 15, 20 years ago. Right when I graduated high school, I started working cheerleading camps, and I worked for a company that we hosted big camps, and a lot of schools would come. Well, Mary Persons was one of those schools, so I got to meet Penny um, as just like an instructor. And then it kind of worked where she would, you know, hire me from time to time to come down and help with tumbling classes or help with the stunt camp or just help with her cheer program. And when she was getting ready to retire, she lived, she knew we lived in McDonough and kind of um, recommended that, you know, recommended to Dr. Finch and uh, Coach Brian Nelson was the athletic director at the time to, um, to have me interview for the position. A funny side note is I interviewed the first year and, and didn't get offered the job. They offered it to somebody else. And so uh, I, I guess the, the following year they, they wanted to look at go a different direction, and so they asked me to come back and interview for the job again, and I did and, and got accepted. And it was a struggle for us because, you know, we had two kids at the time, and we lived in McDonough, and we weren't just going to pack up and move everything from McDonough to, to Forsyth because, truth be told, as an adult, you got to decide whether or not is this going to be a long-term job or is this just going to be – you know, a stepping stone. And, and when I got down here after the first year or two, my wife and I decided that we love the community and we love the school and that it would be a good move for us. So we moved, uh, we built a house and moved down here. And then um, now we have four kids and we both enjoy it. Now we got a business. And so we've really sold in and, and um, not only to the school, but also to the community. What is something that you love about your position? My wife and I would have two different answers because we both coach. You know, my wife loves the working with teenage girls. She loves the, you know, being able to teach them life lessons that that allows them to uh, learn to become better women and, and better mothers potentially one day and better wives. 
And I think that's all huge, very, very beneficial. But on my side, I, I, I really enjoy and have enjoyed the last, goodness, the last six or seven years in teaching them what hard work is. You know, even me growing up as a teenager, sometimes I wasn't really uh, privy to know what hard work is. And there's a lot of sports that work hard and there's other sports that don't work as hard. If you think of a football player, you think about sweat and blood and, and just, you know, they're just, there's this really, if I think of a football player at practice, I don't think of people just standing around not doing anything. And so, to be honest with you, when I first got involved in cheerleading, that's what I felt like cheerleading was. A bunch of being silly, you know, do a little bit of work here, maybe put together a cheer, maybe do a stunt. And so I really wanted to try to build a culture of, of working hard and coming in and sweating and, and literally putting in the extra time it takes to be, to be good. And I feel like that's been a big impact on why our team is so successful. You know, we've had several girls that of our program that graduated and went and they might go and, and help another school for a little bit or go, you know, go in, and they tell you, it's, they tell us it's not the same. Other places don't work as hard as we do. And that's one of the reasons why we are number one and number two in the state, you know, for the last couple of years. So, so I like teaching the work ethic of working hard. Competition Cheer has had a great season so far. Miss Little has taken her time to interview two of the senior competition cheerleaders, Campbell and Sadie. Here they are now. So Campbell, what made you want to become a competition cheerleader? Well, I did tumbling ever since I was maybe like six or five even, and it kind of motivated me to want to become a competition cheerleader, like put my skills to use. Okay, so how long have you been on the Mary Persons comp team? Been on Mary Persons comp team for four years. So this is all, and you're a senior? I am a senior. I've been on it all four years. Uh, now, what's your responsibility on the team? Um, well, my responsibility is mainly being a side base on the team, which... If you don't know what that is, it's a base that picks up the flyer on the left. Okay, and so how does it, like how many people are in a, a group, a stunt group? It's yeah. usually four in a stunt group. You have the main base, side base, the flyer, and the back spot. But sometimes it can be five if you add a front spot to it. Okay. Um, what is your favorite part about being a competition cheerleader? My favorite part is just probably being a part of a team that's like a family like just having fun with girls different types of girls that have different personalities it's just fun hanging around everybody what's your least favorite part my least favorite part probably is like the cattiness you know how girls get you know probably that's probably my least favorite is all the drama okay what's the most difficult routine that you've had because you've been on four years yeah. so which of the four years do you think y'all had the most difficult routine um, I would probably say my freshman year, we had so much motions in that routine, so it was just a lot to keep up with, so I think that was probably my hardest year. What's the hardest part about this year's routine? The hardest part, well to me, I mean there's really no hard part, but the hardest part that I think that I've done is probably Pyramid, because I've usually been like a front spot in Pyramid, you know, but now... I'm a base, so now I have to do all that work. So yeah, I think that's probably like the hardest. Okay. How long is a routine? Like, well, how long do you have on the mats? Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, two minutes and like 30 seconds. It's 30 seconds is like max. So y'all have one shot to yes. get the whole thing done. Okay, so <clears throat> it's not like any other sport. Like when you just go out there and have different rounds and quarters. In cheerleading, you have, you come up with a two-minute routine, 
and you have to you only have one chance to prove yourself in that two minute routine there's no going back or like fixing stuff like that's it so can anybody join the team like or are there requirements how's that work well you do have to try out and the requirements for competition is you have to have at least a standing tuck and a round off at handspring tuck all right so you say some people so there are some exceptions I wouldn't say there are some exceptions, but in cheer is not all about the tumbling, and sometimes you do have to take on people that just might not have the tumbling, and you just have to take their strength instead. Okay. How close do you think the team is this year in particular? Um, I actually think we're pretty close, you know. Everybody's, I wouldn't, everybody's a little bit more just sweeter. Like they have just gentle souls, to, gentle sides to them more than that we had last year. So, I mean, that's probably... Yeah, that's probably it. Do you it. think, because last year there were seven... <laughs> eight seniors, I think. Okay, there were eight seniors. So yeah. how did that change the way y'all had to do things this year, losing those? Oh, it changes a lot because the seniors really, they helped us a lot. I mean, you've had so many strong people and people that have done all-star cheer for years, so they really had an idea of what um, a team should look like. And, you know, now, it's I mean, it's different, but, you know, we're doing we're doing good. You know, we still have a good team people that have the understanding of what it takes to win state. All right, and how have y'all done in competitions this season? We've gotten all first places this season. As far as performances go, have y'all had an off week? Yes, um, homecoming and fall break was like our off week where we had time to just like readjust, but I mean, we still were sending in tuck checks and stuff like that, so. Okay, last year when you're on the mats, to make and they've called you down as top however many go how many go on the how does that work when they announce at state how many people go down there and like I think it's top four I think okay. I, I think yeah I think it's top four yeah um and so how when did y'all know you had won last year so Pierce has like won like eight seven or eight years in a row and when they called everybody else had been called I think and they said like second place Pierce and we were like Wait, what? And that, and I mean, that only left us, so that's how I knew we had won, and it was just shocking. And what did y'all do? I mean, we screamed. I mean, we had a ball. Because, you know, winning a state championship to a team that has won like eight years in a row is just incredible. Okay. It feels good. It's like a little extra sweet. Yeah. All right, how do you think y'all will do this year? <clears throat> I think we'll do fine. Um, Pierce and Mary Persons are just so, like, two good teams, you know? But honestly, I feel like we have the potential to win again. You know, and people, a lot of people came on the team to win a ring, mm -hmm. you know. So I feel like um, they kind of have an understanding of what the team sh needs to look like and what it takes to win. What does it take to win? It takes a lot of patience, determination, and a lot of listening to win. All right. Thanks, Campbell. You're welcome. All right, what made you want to become a competition cheerleader? I wanted to become a competition cheerleader because when I was younger, I always used to do gymnastics and we moved. So the closest thing to gymnastics was cheer. Okay. Um, so how long have you been on the MP team? Um, I've been on the varsity team for two years. This will be my second year. And then I was on the JV team my 10th grade year. So JV competition? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so what on the team, what is your responsibility? 
I am a side base this year, but I can really do anything. All right. What do you do as a side base? I um, stabilize the foot. Like we, side base holds the center of the foot really, and they just make sure the ankle doesn't roll. And what happens if you don't do it well? The flyer feels unstable, so you have to squeeze the foot really good so they feel like they're standing on the ground, so they'll pull all their skills. Okay. What is your favorite part about being a competition cheerleader? The tumbling and just being able to compete in front of everybody and to show your skills and stuff. Okay. What is your least favorite part? Um, the conditioning. Now, what kind of conditioning do you often do? Bear crawls, down and backs. Sometimes, well, we haven't done it really much this year, but we run a lot. Like, for tryouts and stuff, we have to run, like, a mile. And last year, we had to run until everybody made it under nine-minute mile before every practice. And one time, we also did, like, a morning stroll, which lasted three miles. So, so why is conditioning important for y'all? Conditioning is very important because during the routine you're constantly moving, you're constantly going like if you mess up you have to keep pushing through and go to the next thing. You don't stop or stand still for one second during the routine. You're constantly moving. Okay. Yeah because there are no redos in the routine. Cheerleading isn't like most other sports and most people don't know that. You can have multiple good practices like you can hit really good at practices and stuff and then at the competition you fall the judges only see what you put on at competition there's no redos and stuff there's just that one two minutes and 30 seconds and that's it okay what is the hardest part about this year's routine this year there really isn't a hard part I'm this year is probably easier than most years because everybody's more determined but the hardest part is probably talking just people talking during practices and just sometimes not being focused okay now what does it take to be on the competition squad um it takes a lot of determination and focus like you have to be focused to be on the team and you have to know like when to play around and when to be serious because you only get one shot Okay, so last year there were a lot of seniors, eight, I think, and so they're all gone. So how did that change the dynamic of the team last year to this year? So the eight seniors, they only had one shot to win state, so they were always pushing, like, the extra mile. Like, if the coach just said to do a stunt through, which is just doing stunts, no tumbling, they would be like, let's go ahead and do a full out because it's only adding two extra things. So they would push the extra mile and they would do extra things to make sure we were ready mm-hmm. to hit a good routine at state. So how have y'all stayed focused this year without them there? This year, a lot of people from last year that were on the team, so we lost like a half the team basically. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of new people, but the people that were on it last year, they've really stepped up and They've told people when people aren't focused and they're like, okay, y'all, it's time to focus. And that's really helped us. Gotcha. All right, so last year when y'all were on the mat at State and they started announcing the top teams, um, what went through your mind when you heard 
Pierce County in second place. So me personally, when we got down on the floor, I thought we were third. Cause, well, Kyle, our coach, didn't even think we made it to top four. And when we got called top four, he was surprised because in the routine we did have a little bobble. Mm -hmm. And it was noticeable, but we like pushed through through everything else. Everything else was good. And that's why he thought we didn't make it. So when they called them for second, their faces were like dropped and there was a few girls that turned around to us and was like y'all got it y'all won but I was like uh-uh Dawson County they won and then they said Mary and I was like oh my gosh it was crazy it was it was quite a fun celebration to watch yes it was it was so crazy it's just they've won like seven years in a row and they had like shirts and they had all their rings on their hand and they were showing it off because they sat like two rows in front of us waiting for awards and they were just being like really mean and rude to us and when we got off the floor after we competed their parents were like booing at us and stuff and so there was obviously like an intimidation factor where when you've got a history like they do and all that it's intimidating so how did y'all work past and like do that so really our main focus was just hitting at state like mm -hmm. do a solid routine and we didn't we weren't expecting to win first like in the past they made it to like top four but they've never made it past that so we were just focused on hitting a good routine because they haven't hit a good routine in a while and mm -hmm. Kyle just really was focused drilling us on hitting a good routine and that got us somewhere and being clean and we beat them by being cleaner than them. So, going in as state champs this year, is the pressure more? Is it the same? Like, is, is the pressure coming just from y'all, or do you feel it differently? This year, we've had a pretty good season. We've won one, um, first out of all of our competitions. So, and this year we're, is a way better season than last year, just in the sense that last year we didn't start getting good till region and state mm -hmm. like we messed up a lot but this year we're hitting all of our routines we're getting first constantly so the stunts are hitting and stuff. we don't have to worry as much on stunts as we did last year we have more time to focus on being clean and sharp so we have time to go back and review so i think that we have a better chance this year because of us hitting our stunts and not have to worry about doing their personal skills. All right, so y'all have how many competitions left? Um, three. We have one regular in McIntosh, mm -hmm. and then region, and then state. Okay, and when is region? Region is not this weekend, but next weekend. Okay, so that's the 13th? Mm-hmm. And, and then, then state? is on a Friday this year, which is oh, a lot different. Yeah. And I don't know how to feel about it <laughs> because last year it was on a Saturday and I know some of my family can't make it because they're working mm -hmm. and I don't know. It's just, it's going to feel different, mm -hmm. definitely. So, right. Well, good luck. Thank you. <laughs> Tis the season for giving. Our holiday assistance programs need your help. Let's find out how you can get involved. There are several ways the community can get involved in helping Monroe County students have a happy holiday season. MPTV team members recently spoke with representatives from the schools to find out more details so we can share them with you today. If you're interested in helping, please contact any of them. 
Could you tell us a little bit about the Angel Tree Program? Absolutely. The Angel Tree Program is our Christmas assistant program for students who are receiving uh, backpacks from our Backpack mm-hmm. Buddies program in Roanoke County. And I'm sure you probably heard a little mm-hmm. bit about the Backpack Buddies program. So my role in the Angel Tree program is to work closely with the counselors at the school to collect information from the parents of the students who are receiving Backpack Buddies from our schools so that I can get their favorite color, their clothing sizes, their ages, all of the pertinent information that Uh, we need to be able to send out to people who would like to sponsor a child for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so I'm actually working, this is the first week of November, so my goal this week is to uh, send out a Google form via e-newsletters, email, and social media to try and start getting people who are interested in sponsoring kids signed up so that then I can assign our little angels to a sponsor and we do ask that our sponsors provide at minimum one head-to-toe outfit that's complete with undergarments Mm -hmm. shoes and socks and a hoodie or a jacket Um, we also ask for them to provide at least one item from the child's wish list if a sponsor chooses to do more than that, then that is totally acceptable and totally up to the sponsor. Um, we do ask that our sponsors have their gifts back the Friday before the last week of school, before mm-hmm. Christmas break lets out, uh, which I think this year that deadline is going to be December the 10th. And that's the absolute latest that we'll be able to accept gifts because that next week we want parents to be able to pick them up or for us to be able to deliver them if parents don't have transportation to be able to pick those gifts up. We don't ask our sponsors to wrap the presents. Mm -hmm. We just ask them to put it in a black uh, garbage bag with their angel's number attached to the outside of it. Now, can anybody be sponsors or is it just like for the school systems? Because I know some teachers like do it and the class helps, Mm -hmm. but like can people outside the schools help? Absolutely. We do post the link for our Google form. I've created Google form for sponsorships and we Mm -hmm. post the link on our social media page. So a lot of times I do get other community members who would like to sponsor angels and other church groups who want to sponsor angels um, that don't have kids in our school system. They like to give over the holidays and I've never run into a lack of sponsorships. Mm -hmm. We've been very blessed in Monroe County with the um, church partnerships that we have and the community partnerships that we have. We've been very blessed with the sponsorships over the years and our sponsors tend to go above and beyond what our minimum request is for these little angels. Hello, my name is Bernard Peniman. I'm a part of the MPTV team from Mary Persons High School and I'm here with Miss Teresa Roller, a counselor here at Mary Persons. How are you today? I'm doing great. Can you tell us some things about the Adopt-A-Kid program? I would love to. So the Adopt-A-Kid program is has been in place at Mary Persons for a long time. And what it is, is basically it's a Christmas assistance program for some of our neediest students. Um, there's a lot of agencies in Middle Georgia that help families with Christmas help. However, most of the agencies only help students if they're under 14. So we realized here at the high school that a lot of our students' siblings would get stuff, but 
the students themselves necessarily wouldn't. So we have people that sponsor our students. We come up with a list. The counselors and I all collaborate. We also reach out to teachers and say, hey, are you aware of any students that could possibly benefit from this? And then we reach out to community people. Um, we have a great support system here. And we get a list from the student. We get, give the list to our sponsor. They buy the presents, drop them off, and then we get them picked up. And it's, it's a great way for students that may not ever get anything to have something to unwrap. How long has this program been going on? Well, I've been here 16 years, and it's been, I, it's been going on at least 10 of those years. A former teacher started it, um, and then she left, and our department just kind of took it over. So it's, it's been a long-running program, and a lot of people really enjoy going out and buying things and helping the high school students. And the high school students are a little different in that high school students' needs are a little more expensive, meaning, you know, when you're buying for a five-year-old, it's easy to buy little things, little clothes, little toys, whereas high school students, they might need a really good book bag. Um, they might need a good jacket or some shoes or things like that. And it's, it can be a little more costly. so. It's really great that people want to come in and help our students. It's it's a huge blessing. Last year, we had 93 kids that were able to get Christmas presents, and we are still looking for sponsors this year. So if people are interested in helping, they just need to contact one of the counselors, and we'd love to um, tell them all about it and get them hooked up with a student. That's well, I know that they can appreciate everything that you've done for them. Yes, and one thing I do want to mention is it's completely confidential. So the students' um, names are never identified. When we give a list away, it's only by a number. They only know that they're male, female, and their list. So we keep everything very private to protect our students. And the students also don't know the sponsors unless the sponsor says, sure, uh, they can know who I am, and the student's comfortable with that too. So it really depends on the kid and the families if they would like to know each other. Thank you for tuning in to Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. Have a great week. Remember to be a champ. And as always, go dogs. The thoughts expressed in this segment represent Monroe County Schools.